God shows forth his abundant, loving mercy, showering this mercy upon the woman taken in adultery, forgiving her sin and reconciling her to himself in his only begotten divine Son, Jesus Christ. In Christ, the Father makes peace with her where there had been but enmity and estrangement because of sin. He calls her and leads her from darkness into his own wonderful, marvelous, eternal, and perpetual light. From the very start of his public ministry, after his baptism, Jesus' preaching was anchored in preaching repentance, saying, Turn away from sin and believe in the good news. Not only did Jesus exhort sinners to repentance, that they might abandon their sins and thereby turn wholeheartedly to the Lord, he likewise welcomed sinners, ate with them, stayed with them, and reconciled them with the Father, thereby manifesting his glorious, life-giving victory over sin and darkness. The sacred scripture readings this day manifest to us what is preached and proclaimed by St. Paul in the Psalms and by the prophets Jeremiah, Isaiah, and Joel, that our Lord is merciful and just, kind, slow to anger, abounding in love and mercy, compassionate. He is tender and gracious. He desires life for sinners. He is relenting in punishment, taking no delight in the death of the sinner, but rather rejoicing that the sinner lives. The story of the woman taken in adultery transpires in the temple area that temple which is the locus of God's dwelling among his chosen people. Here, remember the themes of covenant. The temple is the locus of true and right orthodox worship which is pleasing to God. It is the place of the Jewish community gathering to pray, to remember, and to recommit themselves to the covenant. In this story today, God is doing something new to use the image and words of the prophet Isaiah. He is effecting a transformation in both the woman and those who would stone her from parched, barren, interior, wilderness wastelands of sin from darkness, hopelessness, and oppression to a river-fed, fertile land of life, of mercy, forgiveness, and reconciliation, a land which is cleansed and cleared and nurtured by the water and the blood which flows from the holy pierced side of our Savior for us and for our salvation as he sleeps in death. To the physician of our souls and bodies, 
all the people started to come as they heard he was in the temple precincts. The author of the law of Moses sat in their midst and taught them. He taught them of God and his ways, mercy, compassion, forgiveness. The scribes and the Pharisees, the religious leaders and teachers of the law of Moses, arrived with the woman in their midst. They came for a twofold purpose, to to stone this sinner to death, and for their real reason or intent, to test Jesus so that they could have some charge to bring against him, a charge to discredit him, silence him, and kill him. One of the charges leveled against Jesus during his ministry was that he welcomed tax collectors and sinners, even sitting at table with them and eating with them, something surely God would not do. Jesus is indeed guilty as charged. He taught the religious leaders, those gathered there, the woman standing before him, as he is teaching us as well, that God does not desire the death of the sinner, rather that we repent, cooperate with the God-offered grace of conversion, come to our senses, and heed the words of Jesus, neither do I condemn you. Go, sin no more. God desires the conversion of our heart, our very life, our manners, speech, and actions. He seeks a radical reorientation of our whole life to return to him from whom we have strayed by disobedience through our sin. Jesus condemns the sin of the sinner standing there before him, as well as of those who were ready to stone her to death. He teaches us the difference between the sin and the sinner. While the sin is abhorrent, the sinner, a child of God, is loved, cherished, forgiven, and reconciled. During these last two weeks of Lent, may we be ever attentive to God's continual call to conversion and reconciliation, for he desires to restore us to the grace and to forgive us our sins. He invites us to come to his merciful throne and to celebrate the sacrament of penance as we keep vigil for and as we prepare to celebrate the great Paschal mystery. May we then heed his voice. May we bask in his loving, compassionate mercy. May we go and sin no more.